Hello, welcome to another episode of Zdeněk's English Podcast. My name is Zdeněk, I'm the host of this podcast, and this is a podcast for all learners of English as a second language, ideally for high level of English. Um, of course, you can listen even if you are an elementary learner, but I don't recommend it. Um, so, um, this podcast is aimed at your listening skills, at developing your listening skills. So, if you are uh, if you are hoping to improve your listening skills via the internet, you have come to the right place. This episode uh, features um, a Canadian uh, person, a Canadian guy whom whom I interviewed. About two months ago, might have been one and a half months ago, I'm not sure exactly. And you were able to listen to first to the first part of this interview about a week ago. And this will be the second part. First, I would like to um, get a few things out of the way. And then you will, uh, you will be able to enjoy uh, the full, full, uh, full <laughs> not full, but I would say the second part of this interview. Did you enjoy the first part? I hope you did. I haven't received much feedback from you, to be honest with you. There was only one email. And uh, even for this one email, I'm obviously uh, very grateful. And I thank the guy who sent it. He knows who he is. Thank you very much. Now, how have you been, listeners? How have you been? How are you? Um, have you been uh, up to some mischief? Have you been busy as a uh, have you been as busy as a bee or have you been rather lazy boned? Uh, whatever it is, I hope um, you managed to survive this period of time and welcome back to the podcast. Uh, haven't I said this before? Well, there is not there is never enough of welcoming my listeners to the podcast episode, obviously. Now, you might be wondering why I haven't uh, got round to publishing more episodes recently and why I haven't kind of got back to you sooner. Well, uh, to be honest with you, at the moment I've got kind of a, I don't know what to call it, a drought, a, a drought something like that, uh, an artistic drought, and I would call it even existential problems. Basically, what's going on is that I need your support because I'm losing my motivation of running this podcast a little bit, okay? Now, now, when, now uh, since I am recording, I, re I realized it's not that bad, actually. I quite enjoy what I'm doing. Um, but overall... I've been doing this podcast for more than two years now, all right, and I have recorded for more. I have recorded more than 115 episodes. It's a hell of a time I spent on this, and sometimes I just question this whole project. Um, is it worthwhile? You know, is it worth doing? Does it really help me enough so that I can be satisfied? Haven't I reached some kind of um, what is it called? The you know the like the peak, you know, am I not fluctuating or even going down with going down the hill with my English? Don't you think it might uh, be the case? Uh, I mean, you can tell, can't you? You have been listening to this podcast. Uh, some of you even f have listened to all of the episodes. I don't know. I feel like 
I've come to the stage when I can't really see any progress and it's never good. It, it does not have to be podcast. It can be anything in life, basically. You know, when you're learning a language and you can't see any progress, it demotivates you. You kind of lose interest. You lose your enthusiasm. And this is exactly what uh, what kind of period I have been going through right now. According to the statistical data, the last episode was listened to by 100 listeners. And I'm I'm asking myself, is that enough? You know, is that enough? Shouldn't I have more listeners? What's what's wrong? What am I doing wrong? Is it the fact that I'm not a native speaker of English? You all know that I'm a teacher and I kind of know my audience, but of of course I'm not perfect. I'm not Im- impeccable. Um I'm not uh, infallible, not impeccable. Sorry about that. Well, I've just proven my point, haven't I? I tend to make mistakes from time to time, once in a while, once in a blue moon, hopefully. No, no, it's quite, it's quite often. It's more often than not, and more often, certainly more often than I would wish it to be. But what can I do? Well, I can only keep going, you know. I can, uh, I have to keep the stiff upper lip and uh, face the music this is something you all have to go through if you want to get better but the question is it's kind of catch 22 situation isn't it the question is am i am, am i getting better am i getting better and uh, i don't know i don't know i'm kind of torn between i'm a schizophrenic about this i don't really know nevertheless uh, let's get back to my original point the last episode was listened to 100 people or 100 people according to the statistical data I have at disposal here provided uh, to me from audioboo.com. Is that enough? You know, I don't think so. A similar episode would would uh, would have been listened to by twice as many people or maybe three times as many people about a year ago, right? Especially after um, after the interviews with Luke I I had a couple couple more new listeners and I managed to lose some listeners why did this happen what am I doing wrong well why don't you tell me guys why don't you help me out a bit here tell me what I'm doing wrong tell me what kind what feature of my podcasting don't you like and maybe I'll try to work on it I'll try to um, eradicate, uh, exterminate, and just obliterate something that I'm doing wrong. There, mu- there has to be something, right? We, as I said before, we are not infallible. You know, we all have some weaknesses and drawbacks and shortages and um, cons and something we are doing wrong. And I'm sure I have something like that. But it's kind of hard to judge yourself. It's, it's kind of hard to. Uh, evaluate and assess yourself. You know, so sometimes you need this feedback you need uh, someone else to tell you what they think and this is exactly what what i'm ram- rambling on about what i'm ranting on about and uh, uh, the point of this is that i try to convince you i'm trying to convince you to really tell me something you know i would really appreciate it you have no idea how important this is for me uh, for motivational purposes and for just kind of you know, I know 100 listeners, it's, it's a high number. It's a high number. It, it kind of makes me satisfied in a way. But if at least, at least let's say, 
10% of these listeners got back to me in an email or even if, if it's just a, a little a short comment on Facebook group. You know I have Facebook groups, Clinics English Podcast. If the people just wrote me, hi, how are you? I liked your episode or, or this, this was interesting in the episode or I thought uh, this uh, Canadian guy is an is, um, interesting man or something like that, anything. It doesn't have to be profound. It doesn't have to be sophisticated. It can be something ordinary, something usual, you know, something common. And it would make such a huge difference You can't, you can't imagine, I can't stress this enough, how important it is that you get back to me from time to time. Um, so, um, you know, there are ways to, to contact me, of course. Uh, the Facebook group, uh, as I said before. Also, you could write a comment on, you could leave a comment on audioboom.fm, where I've got this site uh, i don't really go to um, iTunes, but if you leave me um, a review there, I think there's this kind of star system. If you leave me a review there with some stars, uh, it would be great too, because I may go there eventually. So um, please uh, consider, uh, consider getting back to me and supporting me on my journey. This is ultimately... Not just for me, I'm doing it for you too, because I, I believe that by... Uh, it's kind of like capitalistic approach, you know. Capitalists uh, try, to, try to think about their own good, you know. They, they have self-interest. They want to uh, make uh, as, much honey, uh, sorry, as much money as they possibly can. But um, sometimes... Uh, They have selfish interests, of course. So sel being selfish, it's kind of frowned upon as a characteristic trait, isn't it? But if you think about it, if, if this person has a self-interest and manages to help some other people, employ people, uh, give people job, you know, uh, kind of take them with you, then isn't it, um, isn't it ultimately what what is beneficial for the society. Isn't this the reason why democracy and capitalism work better than communism? Right? So, this might be my self-interest, to improve my own English, to do a podcast like that, to, to, to express my emotions sometimes, to just ramble on, because I think this can help me. Even though I'm a teacher, I speak English a lot. I speak English even more than I speak Czech every day, to be honest with you. But I still think that this can kind of help me. Even this can improve my monologue speaking skills or my um, kind of uh, orate, orator skill. Or what's the, what's the word? Orator? Narrate? No. Hang on. Hang on a second. I need to check this in a dictionary. Uh, no. Rhetoric skills. Sorry. I've just, I've just uh, realized it's rhetoric skills. Okay, I didn't even need to use a dictionary. Oh, wow. I've surprised myself. So, yeah, I think you know what I, what I mean, don't you? Okay, the second reason uh, I've been, I haven't been publishing much recently, I haven't been very pro prolific uh, lately, is um, besides uh, this factor or demotivating factor, besides that, I've been through some health problems. I don't really want to go deeper in this. Uh, 
I might tell you more later, though, but it all depends on if there is a happy ending to my situation. Um, and uh, I might record ups, ups and downs episode part two, because there is a lot I would like to tell you. But it's kind of personal at the same time, so I have to think about it more and... Um, there has to be some kind of agenda in it. And also, um, yesterday, the Ice Hockey Championship 2015 in the Czech Republic, hosted in the Czech Republic, which is the country I am from. Yes, that's right, I'm Czech, in case you haven't noticed uh, my accent. Um, so, um, yeah, it started. in uh, And Czech people, they generally uh, really um, are into ice hockey. So it's uh, we are not really a nation of proud people. I would say this is uh, our uh, this is our drawback, so to speak, you know, as it were. Um, but if there is something we are proud of, it's uh, it's beer, our girls, and how beautiful they are. They're beautiful as a picture, but also our ice hockey, because we have good players and we have had some. Uh, good results in the past and uh, yeah and we hope uh, this year we can do something big because uh, we host the championship so uh, the, the fans will be kind of um, on our side and they will be the as you say in football 11th player a uh, 12th player but uh, in ice hockey you don't you don't get 12th player so I, I suppose you should say it will be our 7th player Okay, because you have five players in the field, plus, actually it's on, on the ice, <laughs> plus uh, the goalkeeper. Okay, so um, I've been a bit busy with this as well. And I also have my work, of course. I work as an English teacher and I've had a lot of lessons lately. Uh, it's, this is going to end soon and um, I will have a different problem. Not enough work. Uh, because uh, I'll need to find uh, something for for summer. This is uh, this is what we have to do sometimes if you work as a teacher in the way I do it. So um, you have to look for work, and it's not it's not a pleasant period. It's sometimes a bit depressing as well. So you either have too much work or you don't have enough. So um, you know sometimes you need balance in life, and this is something that I don't have right now. Well, anyway, I also organize linguistic circles, and uh, it will be spoken about in this episode of the podcast a little bit. Uh, linguistic circles uh, are some kind of sessions or meetings with my students and friends, uh, during which we play board games. I have become a board game maniac. Uh, I'm sort of a freak now. I really like board games. I even bought some new board games like Evolution, um, uh, Zombie... And uh, what else? Uh, Dixit. Yeah, and we play some other games as well, some card games. And it's really it's really fun, you know. And I think it can help a lot of people. And uh, I do this in my free time for free. I just enjoy hanging out with students and playing games because I'm a gamer. I'm a player, you know. Um, so, um, yeah. Sorry about that. That was my alarm clock. Um, maybe it's kind of um, uh, implying that I've been recording this podcast uh, episode for too long and it's time for me to uh, pass the ball to uh, to me again, to uh, myself, because uh, uh, 
Uh, in this interview, I will be the interviewer interviewing the Canadian guy. Uh, uh, so what can you look forward to in this second part? Well, we will be talking about pronunciation aspects of um, various accents such as Australian and uh, Canadian. We will also uh, speak about stereotypes. We will touch up on culture, heritage of uh, Canada. And uh, what else? Well, we might uh, talk about... We might teach you some vocabulary. Graham will definitely teach you a piece of vocabulary related to uh, courting females. It sounds interesting, doesn't it? And we will also mention mafia. Right, that sounds cool. I think, I reckon... Okay, so, um, by the way, um, would you like me to record an analysis episode? Uh, uh, you know, would you like me to um, dissect the the interview? Would you like me to look at some bits of language, some vocabulary items, and break them down for you? Um, especially something that Graham teaches us. There is something that I could do, I could base another episode on definite there definitely is something i can assure you so please find a way to contact me and uh, let me know because um, you can decide about that all right i guess that's it for this introduction i hope it wasn't too long and i gave you some interesting useful or at least uh, entertaining or whatever <laughs> piece of information and Please uh, stay loyal to Zdenex English podcast and don't leave. Please don't leave. I think I think I'm not finishing. I'm not done yet with the podcast and there will be some more episodes to come. Have a good time and until next time. Bye. Can you make the sound which looks like A and E? Sorry, like in, in the word cat. Cat? cat. Yeah, the, yeah, there's this it, stupid sound. Which I it's a vowel sound. They talk, uh, Mirek is talking about the sound in the word, the, the vowel sound in the word cat. Um, it's, it's, it's open A. Um, first of all, so um, native English speakers in general, I think, but I'll just speak for myself. We know nothing about English grammar or like vowels. This is not the grammar, it's pronunciation. Okay, well, pronunciation. <laughs> In general, just speaking our own language, we're probably the worst teachers. You know, like I don't ha know how many tenses we have in English. You could probably tell me how many different tenses there are. I would guess three, past, present, future. But I think there's more. Actually, some, some, gr some grammarians uh, tend to say that there, are no, there is no future tense, but it doesn't matter. Okay, well, so, some, some say that there is, so... Uh, so anyway, I... When it comes to pronunciation, like it sounds like you said cat, fine. So what's the what's the problem? <laughs> no, I can I can make this sound by itself. Oh, oh cat. Ah. ah. Yeah, I can't do it. You can. Well, no, just I say, can't. Just, just say, say cat. Because say, what, what, say what, a and open it. And what we were taught at the university, that when you say this like a sound, the your tongue should your tongue. Yeah, your tongue should be like <laughs> like down in your mouth. <laughs> Damn. And like when okay. we say we the check a, eh, we have it like up in the mouth. Yeah. It sounds eh. life threatening, man. <laughs> Tongue down yeah, in your mouth. Epilepsy. Yeah. Like um, what, what, did, did what? You could what, hurt yourself doing what, that. What the teacher told us that we should like 
you should stick your um, toothbrush in the mouth and just just pu- push your push your tongue down, and then you can uh, pronounce. Isn't this what your dentist told you? <laughs> no, this this was my teacher. Who really? Told me, yeah. So uh, you, I'm, I'm serious, man. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not uh, kidding. Uh, I don't yeah, know how, when, how when you say when you say check <laughs> eh, it's different. The, the back yeah, of your tongue is up. Yeah, I mean, but it's the, high. there are two eh sounds. You know, like ah, eh, like uh-huh. it's the same as check eh. But then you have ah. It, it has to go higher. I don't know how. It, yeah. Okay. Ah, ah. It's open. Yeah, your mouth is more open. Yeah, and your tongue. When I looked in your mouth, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just checked it. Mikan is right up close, right now, <laughs> looking in his mouth. Yeah. Like, really, your your tongue, like your back of the tongue, is like pushed down. So you know how to. To be honest with you, I don't. I don't normally teach this sound, other than giving examples to my students of words in which this this sound appears. Um, cat, bat. I don't know. Well, anyway, how did we end up to make fun of me? No, 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 no. We make fun of each other. It's yeah, come on. Yeah, I know. We're drinking beer in the Czech Republic. It's the occasion. Yeah, I'm cool with that. All right. Um, well, how did we end up talking about um, tongues? And Barcelona. Barcelona. Okay, Barcelona. It's like, um, like the native speak, the English speakers, or I guess like. Most of the non-Czech speakers can't say "r" oh, or yeah. "r". Oh yeah, the "r". Can you say "r", listeners? "R". No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's it's impossible to explain. Yeah, I, I, yeah let's not go into it. Even some Czech kids can't say this uh, yeah. this sound, and, have and you have to teach them. And it's like it's what against the. Like, it's against the nature. I mean, sure, yeah. you, you have to break some... They have to go to speci- specialist doctors yeah. sometimes. What are, what are they called? Or it's, it's, it's not a nature uh, Speech, speech nature. pathologists uh, is what I would say. Yeah. I, or orth- orthomologist or... I don't know. I can't, I can't, I can't recall this word. What's it on your fingers? Um, are you very Okay, board, okay. No, no, no. Um, I've got... I've had some back problems. Okay. Um, for a few for a few years, and nothing works. And someone recommended me um, a person who 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 knows um, Chinese medicine. So um, this has to do with Chinese medicine. They are trying to fix my back. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to wash it away, which was not something that I was supposed to do anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I couldn't do it. Okay, and like Chinese, it's Chinese medicine. Do they use these needles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Acupuncture. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. They, they, yeah, they, I've they, had uh, that actually. Um, Have you tried it anyone? Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, back i forget what it was for maybe a knee injury uh, or something it, it works for anything basically yeah 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 it was cool i mean i i don't really remember it's alternative medicine yeah i don't remember uh, an extreme result or anything but uh yeah i think it helped a little bit in fact i do and i i didn't believe it that's the yeah the point is i didn't believe it because some some people may say to you that this is just a placebo eff- effect sure mm-hmm. and in my case it wasn't because i didn't believe it i was just Desperate, trying to do anything, and somehow when when they did it first time, to me it worked. Yeah, I think um, I don't for, know why for things like acupuncture. I think there's a I could be totally wrong, but I think there's a scientific basis for it. There must be. Yeah. Um, 
for some other stuff like I don't know reading tea leaves or whatever people do like there's no quicks. basis for it yes yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, I think acupuncture is uh, I'm sure there's some you know scientific basis science it, that is it. and, and um, this Chinese medicine I mean the Chinese Chinese they were uh, developed civilization yeah the know, Chinese know what they're doing let's be honest five, five thousand so. years ago they existed yeah so they know what they're doing you know <laughs> So, um, what about Czech beer? How is it different to Canadian beer? Do you even have beer? What, in Canada? Yeah, it's a stupid joke, of course. Of course you have beer, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Made yeah, from maple leaves, I guess. Uh, they have some Czech beers in Canada. Their yeah, beer is made of maple leaves. Yeah, we have some... Uh, we have some... I mean, you can get anything in Canada, um, beer-wise. We have plenty of Canadian beers. Mm. Um, there's a, a great advertising campaign years ago for um, uh, I guess Molson Canadian beer is the name of the beer and uh, they had these great ads that uh, it was like a guy saying I am Canadian and he, he was saying how he doesn't live in an igloo and he says A at the end of every sentence and he, he's going through all these Canadian stereotypes and saying he's proud to be Canadian and there's a series of ads for this, this beer that uh, um some people have seen in other countries. Um, uh, oh, Czech beer is good. I don't know what else to say on the subject. Uh, yeah, Pilsner is good. Mirek doesn't like Pilsner, apparently. No. I, I prefer Svian. This is my favorite beer. Yeah, Svian is... And that's what they have here in this place. Yeah, it's one of the top beers, I would say, Czech beer. Huh? Come here? What, get out of the way? Uh, <laughs> Oh, okay. they need they need to turn off the lights, okay. I guess. Okay. okay, right now we are moving the sofa, with the sofa, because uh, they need to open this gate here. Just to describe my listeners what is going on. Well, it's very intense. The uh, kebab store man has gone into the front window. He's yeah. plugging in a cord. Uh-huh. Ah, and the lights are on. Yeah. Now he's coming back. <laughs> And uh, I don't know if he's going to make it. Oh, just oh, squeezes yeah. through the door, yeah. closes it, <laughs> and locks it shut. With a smile on his face. And uh, a redine, a redine smile. That's it. We're going to put the couch back. Ra- radiant smile. So now we're uh, <laughs> oh, we're better lighted. Now we are back on air. Better lit. Maybe is the correct <laughs> way of saying it. I don't know. Yeah, lit, I think. Light, lit, lit. Um, yeah, it's, I, I guess it's, a, it's an irregular verb. Anyway, anyway, I thought I thought we could touch up on your accent because you've already done it. Although you said, yeah, sure, you you native speakers are not best people for explaining, yeah, sure. uh, pronunciation or grammar. I, I still think I still think you, you, we can do this, and it's really interesting for me personally. But it will be also really interesting for my listeners. Yeah, yeah, sure. What are some aspects of your language, like in terms of the accent? You said you, you you spoke you spoke about some a at the end of words. What was that about? Oh, a. Uh, a. So like you'd spell it e h. It's it's not really an accent thing. It's a um, I don't know what you call it. A a feature of Canadian speech that we get made fun of a lot, uh, especially in the United States. So could could, could you tell me uh, an example of a word? Yeah. No. So it's easy at the end of sentences. So if say we're having a conversation, it's like 
Hey, so we're gonna go to the kebabs place today, eh? And we're oh. gonna go get some drinks, eh? Oh yeah. It's kind so of like putting a question mark on the right, end. Right. So of, it's uh, like a question tag. Exactly. But question tag. It looks more um, as um, it, it looks more like the um, what is it called? In- interjection. If you, if you know what I'm talking <laughs> no, about. No, I've never but Interjection, uh, it's like a sound. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, so, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but it, it doesn't really... Um, it, it In some cases, it can mean a question that should be answered. Um, this, this sounds like a stereotype to me, really. It is, yeah. It's a big stereotype. But but some people do it in Canada. I've heard it a lot. Um, but is, is there anything, like, in terms of the accent that we could... We could say it's different compared mm. to American accent. Like you know, like when you compare British and American yeah, English, like I'm it's, sure there, I'm sure there is, but uh, it's very difficult for me to tell the difference. Uh, to be in it, honest with you, it's, it's difficult for me too. Yeah, because Americans can tell. Yeah, um, definitely, and obviously in America, there's very unique accents, like yeah, New York all, all and of them. Southern accents. Exactly. There's a lot, but. Um, in terms of like a kind of generic American, whatever Midwest accent, I think it sounds pretty similar to a generic Canadian accent. Does it? Um, there's there are a few differences, but honestly, I, I to me tell it you. does. Yeah, I, I mean no offense. No, uh, I think most people think it does. Should I say ah? Hey, hey, uh, hey. Oh, sorry. But uh, whenever I hear, for example, Australian accent, it's um, it's just. It's very distinct for me. I, I always know. I always know it's it's Australian accent, or it could be Aussie as well. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, I meant New Zealand accent. Not Aussie is Australian. Yeah. It, I mean, for me, it's the same New Zealand Australian because it's too close. To yeah. The the accent's actually quite different um, in Australia and New Zealand, and uh, the way that your listeners can tell the difference uh, between the New Zealand accent and the Australian accent. Uh, they actually um, in New Zealand they kind of make um, uh, I like the letter I out of every vowel. So um, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, instead of saying better, like better, I would say you know my beer is better than yours. Uh, in Australia it would be better. In New Zealand it would be bitter. Oh. And they also if there's two T's they'll say bit like. Um, like bitter would be Australian, or sorry, better would be Australian, and then bitter, like they. Well, that sounds more British. Actually. Yeah, they they bitter. do that British tea. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So there was uh, the first time I I heard the New Zealand accent. I was watching this. Um, uh, we're ordering another beer here. Sorry, yeah. folks. <laughs> um, first time I heard the New Zealand accent. Uh, I was watching a rugby program. And uh, there's this um, a ground um, stadium in New Zealand called Eden Park, and in Australia you'd say Eden Park. Okay. And um, yeah, the the All Blacks, which is the name of the New Zealand rugby team, beat Ireland, uh, 27-17. And uh, the announcer said this whole sentence, and all the vow- all the E's and A's were all I's. He said uh, the All Blacks. Beat Ireland 27-17 at a rain-lashed Eden Park, and uh, so it was such a memorable experience. Yeah, I thought, geez, everything's got stuck in your head. Yeah, instead of falafel, they'll say falafel, you know, and things like this. 
And so, yeah, watch out for the eye. That'll that'll give Kiwis away. Okay. That's that's my tip. As far as a Canadian accent goes, no fucking clue. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, or are there any idioms or phrases that you use only specifically in Canada? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I've, I've actually I enjoyed discovering these because I'll use them. I, I'm I'm a big. Um, I'm not exactly a, what you'd call a patriot. So. I was always bored in Canada. <laughs> I always wanted to get out of Canada, and I didn't think Canada was good for anything. And uh, as I started traveling abroad, I uh, going to more interesting and exciting places from my point of view, I kind of uh, will use things that I don't think are uniquely Canadian. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I always had the attitude that Canada didn't really have any original culture. We don't have any cuisine or music or anything that's really historically Canadian you know we've got Justin Bieber whoop de doo but you know we didn't invent like styles of music you know or we don't have 500 year old buildings like you do in Podjabradi you know or all over Europe um, we don't have that our, our small towns but you know what the sad thing is that I believe more people know Justin Bieber than Podjabradi yeah I know and that's, the world, so. and that's a tragedy it that's is, a tragedy. it is, it is. um uh, i would even say that more people know Justin Bieber than Czech Republic. <laughs> you know? Yeah, probably, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Who knows Czech Like, in America, when I, somebody, when I told some, when I said to someone that I'm from Czech Republic, he just thought it was, okay, yeah, so they, you're from Europe. But yeah. if, if, or if Russia, they just assumed yeah. it was Russia. If you spoke about Justin Bieber, everybody would know. Probably. I'm not sure if everybody would know he's Canadian. I thought he was, Amer- he was from the USA. Yeah, but... Yeah. People know him, yeah. unfortunately. Um, yeah, you sure he's Canadian? I think he's American. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He, he's actually he's from Stratford, which is about 40 minutes from where I'm from. Um, and I've I've I had a I have a friend who played uh, played on the same soccer team as him. I think when they were both 12 or something. And Justin Bieber played soccer. <laughs> yeah, everyone in Canada. I can't imagine that either. Yeah, um, in uh, when you're that age, everyone in Canada plays soccer. It's not popular beyond that age, but a lot of. So, are you proud of him? No, <laughs> no, no. He's a disgrace. <laughs> I, we were talking about something uh, important before this whole thing uh, came up. Oh, I was back. Justin in Bieber Canadian culture. <laughs> yeah, so I was thinking Canada doesn't have any. Um, anything of its own you know and then I'll use a phrase like um, we'll say wheeling so you um, said the word courting earlier so court to court a woman Mm -hmm. means like and there's no other word for it it's like flirting but it's going through the process of of picking her up yeah chatting her up uh, yeah but picking up can imply um, um, you go to the club, you yeah, get a number, and yeah. then you go home and you, you this, do this what you do. Court, it sounds more sophisticated and just yeah, and it's it's implies a longer process. Yeah. You know, it's like the introduction, and then it's bringing her gifts, and then it's to me, whatever. To me, it has got this hint of being a medieval or yeah, exactly. You know, it does. I don't know, Absolutely. poetic or something. Yes, like that. yes. No, it's very nice. Not um, everybody uses this word these days, do they? No, but I I like it. We should bring it back. Um, And anyway, so in Canada, we've kind of replaced it with something um, grungier, uh, and we say wheeling. So wheeling. Wheeling. 
So if if Mirik was like in the hall at high school and he was like chatting to some girls, I'd be like, "Oh, bro, you wheeling? Like, you know? <laughs> could, could you spell that for me? Wheel w- like W W H like wheels on a car. Oh, W H E E L. All right, yeah. wheel on a car. And so and then if uh, and then say we're at a party and we're like in a group of guys. And I'm like, yo, Mirik was like chatting to the hot girls at high school like today, man. You should have seen him. He's got mad wheels. You know, like he's got crazy wheels, man. Um, meaning he's got good like pickup skills, you know, because he's the man. Yeah. And chicks dig it. Um, yeah, so that's that's Canadian. That's uh, that's Canadian. No, no one else knows what I'm talking about when I say that. We do know. Yeah. So um, thanks for telling us. Yeah, no, no problem. And also, um, I think this might, <laughs> might just be my group of friends in Canada. Cheers. Cheers. Nazdravi. Nazdravi. Wanna try this one? Yeah. It's much better. Sure. Or better. Or better. Bitter. Sounds like bitter. Hmm. Um, another another one. I think this is just my group of friends that uses this. But um, he's, when you get drunk, like getting into the booze, uh, we say uh, getting into the cabbage. <laughs> I, don't there, I don't know why, but there are always loads of loads of phrases connected to drinking. Yeah, I think my friend, like a couple of my friends, just made it up, and then it kind of it stuck. But uh, you say, yeah, we got it deep into the cabbage. Last well, now. <laughs> Now it will it get out, stupid. get out, and because of this podcast, everybody will start using it. Sure. Do you realize? I hope it goes international. Yeah, it will. It will. Good. <laughs> I can promise you that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I think that's about it for Canadian phrases. I'm sure there's more, but and I, I think that's about it for this interview actually, because okay. I can see already some impatient people are waiting outside for us. I think maybe. Okay. Oh, no, there's a girl who is, who is, who is uh, uh, about to join the linguistic circle. Well, she can join she's the interview. Student. She's a nice yeah. student. Yeah. Well, what is she waiting for? Um, I think she's waiting for some more people, and she realized I'm holding this recording device. And for some of my students, because I use this in my teaching as, as part of the method, um, I think it's a little bit stressful for her every time, she, every time I... Put it out, whip it out of my bag. Um, <laughs> she gets she gets a little bit stressed, and uh, you know she must have noticed it. And now she's waiting for for some of her friends to come along to to feel more, you know, secure. Secure, yeah. So I would like to thank you um, on behalf of this podcast, uh-huh. Graham, for taking part in it. I hope you enjoyed. I did, yeah. Uh, pleasure. Anytime Recording. you want to chat, uh, I'm happy to happy to do it. And uh, to everyone listening, good luck learning English. And uh, we'll speak to you again soon. Thanks. It was nicely put. And also, of, of course, Mirek, thank you for joining us. <laughs> yeah, it was a pleasure. Even and though, I, even though I said I was, and being the med- mediator yeah, of this I interview, I just listen to this. And you dragged me in. Hmm? Yeah, that would be a shame pleasure. if you just listen. He was the, you could say mediator or broker, uh-huh. you know, like if. Um, yeah, if or if we were in the mafia, and you know, you and you and I were uh, rival families, you know, and there, he could broker a peace deal. 
between us, you know. Or you can broker insurance deals or whatever. <laughs> I don't know why I had to make it about the mafia. <laughs> it's more interesting. Okay, thanks again, guys, for this interview. And um, that's it. Let's wrap it up. And it's time for some wheeling now. All right, let's go. Okay, <laughs> spin those wheels. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Yeah, Ciao. See you. Bye.